0: Hello and welcome to the New Zealand Initiatives podcast. My name is Ben Craven and today we're joined by Matt Burgess. Matt, hello. Hi. Matt, you recently wrote for the New Zealand Herald uh, about the government's so-called ute tax, the fee-bait policy. You claim that fee-bait is, quote, egregiously regressive, a reverse Robin Hood policy that takes from the poor and gives to the rich. Can you tell us a bit more about it?
1: Yeah, so the fee bait scheme was announced by the government earlier this year. Um, The the subsidy part of it has already come in, began in July of this year. Uh, The other side of it, the tax part of it, uh, will get underway in April next year. So there's two parts here. If you're buying a new or used low emissions vehicle, you're going to be eligible to receive a cheque from the government for up to $8,625, depending on that vehicle's emissions. Uh, From April next year, cars that are being imported uh, that are above a certain emissions threshold will pay a tax that goes up to $5,175 for a new vehicle, up to $2,875 for used imports. And again, this is all tied to emissions. So the idea here is to discourage the import of higher emitting vehicles and encourage uh, the import of low emissions vehicles. The problem is you've got two quite distinct groups here, Uh, one group who's going to be receiving cheques, the other group who's going to be paying for them. And you can imagine uh, the kinds of people that are in each of those groups. How many low-income households are going to be in the group uh, that's purchasing, say, a new Tesla Model 3 that receives a cheque for $8,600? And how many low-income households are going to be in the other group that's paying for that cheque? Overwhelmingly, I think you'd find, and officials agree with this, in fact, I think everyone agrees with this, this is going to be sending checks to uh, high-income households, and it's going to be much more likely that low-income households are going to be funding those checks. So, you know, in terms of policies that are uh, regressive, it's probably up there with uh, subsidies for the New Zealand Symphony Orchestra in terms of who pays and who benefits.
0: Right. So the poor get taxed, and the rich get a subsidy. Uh, but what does that mean for people that aren't in the market for a vehicle? People with a uh, you know existing vehicles, Does it affect them at all?
1: So the Feebait policy um, actually is going to tax a lot more vehicles than it subsidises. Based on imports of vehicles in 2020, um, as a guide, more than half of imported vehicles are going to be taxed by this policy. Um, On average, about $3,000 a vehicle, up to $5,000. About one in five imported vehicles will receive a subsidy. So this scheme is going to raise much more in tax than it pays out in subsidies. So it's going to be a windfall for the government, at least in the near term. The catchment of the fee bait scheme is broad. Now, it only applies to imported vehicles. It's only those vehicles that are going to be taxed or subsidised. But those taxes and subsidies are obviously going to flow into the second hand market. So from April next year, if not before that, if not right now, the price of all second hand vehicles that may have been imported years ago are going to be raised or affected by these input subsidies and taxes. So. You know, you've got a $3,000 Honda that was imported 20 years ago, let's say, uh, brand new, the price of that could go up by more than $1,000 because all imports, the cost of all imports are being tilted by this policy and uh, if you're driving an older vehicle, it's much more likely to be putting out emissions. It's of the group that would be subject to um, a tax if it was imported today. So that's going to raise the price of those kinds of vehicles so you don't have to be importing uh, a new or used car to be affected by this tax, everybody's going to be hit by it.
0: So it's the rising tide that lifts all uh, vessels?
1: Raises or lowers depending on um, uh, your, I guess, your willingness to buy a low emissions vehicle and what your budget is.
0: Right. So we know this is a big tax and transfer from the poor to the rich. Uh, but in your column, you say it's even worse because it won't reduce emissions. Why is that?
1: Well, this is the argument that um, since 2020, the Emissions Trading Scheme has, is a cap on overall emissions and transport is in the cap. And what that means, if the cap decides overall emissions, then policies which do their work under that cap can't raise or lower overall emissions at all. The cap and the cap alone decides what total emissions are. All those $8,000 checks to the buyers of brand new Tesla Model 3s is going to get you is a change in where a given amount of emissions is reduced. It'll just reduce emissions slightly more from transport, but it will effectively postpone or raise emissions somewhere else in the economy for no overall change in emissions. So, you know, these checks to buyers of brand new electric vehicles and hybrids are not just regressive they will do literally nothing to improve outcomes for the environment, at least from a climate change perspective. Frankly, I don't think there's any justification for regressive policies like this. I don't think there's any justification for anybody. Low-income households to be funding cheques that go to high-income buyers of brand new electric vehicles. That wouldn't be justified even if there was emissions benefits from this policy, but this policy can't even claim that. It will have exactly zero impact on uh, New Zealand's total emissions.
0: That's absolutely incredible. I mean, it makes you wonder why on earth the government has introduced this policy. What should they have done instead if they were actually keen to reduce emissions?
1: Well, the government already has the mechanism it needs to get to our emissions targets fully and completely, and actually with high confidence. It's the Emissions Trading Scheme. So I think the government needs to raise awareness of the Emissions Trading Scheme. It needs to be testing what effect a $65 um, ETS price is having. That price has doubled in only 14 months. It's a very substantial increase. If you're a business that has to burn coal or natural gas for energy, that $65 ETS has a substantial effect. The government needs to be investigating what effect it's having, it needs to be talking about it publicly, it needs to be able to point to the ETS in a $65 carbon price to say actually here's the effects it's having, it is working, it does have us on track to our targets and by doing that the government will find it less demand to do these awful policies like fee bait that are regressive and have no benefit. I think governments are going to have to do those sorts of things at some level but the more the government can talk about the benefits that are being delivered by the ETS right now, the less demand governments are going to see for these other policies that actually don't help at all.
0: Fascinating stuff there. Here's hoping the government does start to listen. Matt Burgess, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. To stay up to date with our latest research, opinions and events, sign up to our weekly insights newsletter at nzinitiative.org.nz.